Blog Talk Radio. Conversations on the way. Uh, you know that we like to focus on uh, activities in the Viatorian community across the country and learn about some of the activities and some of the people involved in the various activities and events uh, and really learn more about the Viatorian charism. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and uh, today we're going to turn our attention to uh, the youth ministry aspect of the Viatorian community and going to have some input from a, a couple of young men who have. Uh, been involved. We're going to learn about their their backgrounds and what they're doing today. Uh, Justin Douse and Brandon Beltram are with me, and they're going to kind of, as I said, share their experiences. So, Justin, Brandon, first of all, thanks for being here. It's really nice to get a chance to talk to you today. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Looking looking forward to it, and um, I want to get to know you guys a little bit and hear about this, and of course have you share the message with others who are interested in what the Viatorians do. So, Justin, I'll, I'll start with you. Just give me a little bit about your background. Uh, uh, you know where you're from, what you're doing today, and let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit. For sure, I'll, I'll try to keep it short and sweet. First of all, thanks for having me here. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm from Las Vegas, uh, Saint Vitor, Las Vegas, with Rosie and the gang. Uh, went to Bishop Gorman High School with uh, Brandon, who also went to elementary school with me, and uh, very, very blessed to have gotten to know those people. And now I am a senior at the University of San Diego, so I'll keep it at that. <laughs> Perfect. And how about you, Brandon? Uh, yeah, very similar upbringing. Uh, I was born and raised in Las Vegas. Me and Justin were you know, friends at a young age. and Honestly, we, we rekindled our friendship very much so in high school, which was really cool to do that with him and you know, go through confirmation and be with Rosie and the gang, as you said. And uh, now I am currently a sophomore at the University of Oregon and living out here in Eugene. Oh, wow. Go Ducks. All right, so <laughs> talk, talk to me about <laughs> um, the Viatorian experience. It sounds like uh, Bishop Gorman High School will talk about it a little bit. I know it's in Vegas. I know in some places Viatorians have parishes. Um, were you exposed to Viatorians in elementary school, high school? Where did you have your first contact? Uh, very much so early on. Uh, we actually went to St. Fider, uh, the elementary school. I, I was there from pre-K all the way up until eighth grade. And uh, I guess it, it's just been kind of ingrained from a very young age. And, and it's kind of funny because the Viatorians, you know, they started out a little bit uh, Midwestern area. And then for them to come out, mm-hmm. you know, to the middle of the desert, it, it's, it's been pretty cool. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, for high school, uh, there was the the experience definitely continued as we continued to go back to St. Vider Parish. Um, obviously, we didn't go to the elementary, middle school anymore, but we continued to go to the parish for like our confirmation classes. And once we were confirmed, we, you know, him and I, we stayed at the parish. One thing we loved to do there was uh, teach a vacation Bible school in the summers. Me and Justin have a lot of fun with that. Um, and then through Bishop Gorman, you know, we, there's the retreats and all of the religious. Um, think you know associations that are with the school, um, and we 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 were we were on top of all that as well. We got we tried to get involved with everything that we could in that in that um, area. 
Yeah, and, yeah, and, and actually one last was. thing that I think about it is a like Bishop Gorman High School. It's actually like the sister school of like not just St. Vida Elementary, but now I think about it at St. Vida High School in Arlington Heights. So it's like that Vitorian charism like progressed very naturally, I guess, for us, more so than uh-huh. other students that came from other schools. Yeah. Well, and I know the influence I've had. I, I'm a graduate of St. Vida High School in Arlington Heights many years ago, and my many of my former teachers and administrators made their way out to Las Vegas, and I'm sure are people you've encountered as well. So I know there's great consistency in what happens throughout the community. Um, we want to talk today about youth ministry. And for people who belong to parishes anywhere, they may be familiar with that term. There may be different concepts of it. And before we talk about some of the things you did and the experiences you had, um, Justin, I'll start with you. Can you kind of tell us what you would define youth ministry as? Well, you know, what, what does that mean at, a, at sort of a high level? I guess uh, if I could sum it up in a sentence, I'd say uh, meeting the people where they're at. Uh, when I was impacted by youth ministry, it was at such a pivotal time of, of development and, and, and finding myself. So being able to have those kinds of role models and, and, and tenets and, and values instilled in me at, at such an impressionable age was, was very powerful. So I'll, I'll cap it off there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Brendan, is that kind of the way you would see it as well? Yeah, I would um he, he put it greatly as in you know, youth ministry really it really hits home for people that are at a point of big development, you know. I feel like for me youth you know, I've had youth ministry for you know, a lot of my life, I feel like when I was a child, but um by the time I got up to high school, you know, that's really when youth ministry kicked in and, you know, the whole like consummation process and you know, helping you know, at the end of the day, like it's also like when you can be a part of youth ministry and then you can also like, you know, whether it's receiving it or giving it, if that makes sense. So there's, there's mm-hmm. both ends to it that you can, you can get, you can, you can get a lot out of it. That's a, that's a great way to put it. I, w- I want to talk about that a, a little bit um, as we go on here, but talk about now, maybe a little more specific that, you know, that, that first impression, uh, certainly, uh, as you said, you're in an age where you're open, you're, you're kind of searching and um, if someone is at that age, what would you say in, in terms of your recollection, the, the sort of the first thing you got involved with or the first time there was an impression, you know, in your lives that sort of opened you up to, to wanting to learn more? Uh, I will say one thing that comes to mind from first impression-wise, usually, like, I, my, this is myself and a lot of friends that did end up getting really involved in um, campus ministry can all agree that it wasn't that high. It wasn't that, it was, it wasn't something that we thought that we would want to get into so much when we first uh, dipped our toes in, if that makes sense. It kind of swept mm-hmm. us over by storm. Time. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was, it was silent, you know, it, it kind of crept in there. It's like that whole love is patient, love is kind type thing speaks in whispers. Yeah. And uh, we do live in Sin City after all, so to get engaged in youth ministry in, in Sin City, of all, it, it was kind of funny, a little poetic, really. Well, I, the things I've heard and, and seen from various you know places in the Viatorian community, you just I think you guys mentioned it there, is you may be reluctant, maybe it's not something you necessarily choose, but... Um, it certainly seems like it's always a choice, and and as you know, teens or other other young people, it'd be easy for parents to kind of push you into this. But 
in both cases, and you know, Brandon, I'll start with you. It sounded like it was kind of a choice. You learned, and you said, "Yeah, I, I want to do more of this." Yeah, I, I will admit, originally, like getting confirmed and all that, it wasn't more or less a choice. It was just kind of something that I mm-hmm. knew that I was going to do. You know, that was kind of just expected of me to do. And you know, I did do it. And once I got through it, that's when I like started to realize, like towards the end of all of it, like the, it, it was by the time I was nearing the end of the things that I had to do to where it became optional, like everything else after that. So, and I just kept going. It felt at that point, it started to really feel natural and it felt like something that I should keep doing. And I, you know, I'm accepted and want to be at. So of course I would continue on, which I did. And, and, and talk about some of those things that you each went through as you continued on. You, you talked about, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe doing some some teaching of of younger kids. Uh, maybe there's retreats, uh, activities. Uh, you know, once you found yourself engaged and interested, uh, and this is for someone who might be going through that right now. Can you kind of walk us through some of the events and activities that you found enjoyable and and fulfilling as as you participated? Uh, yeah. So there's there's actually there's a lot on my mind that comes. To- comes to mind but the one that definitely hit home for me most regarding just uh campus ministry in general was the kairos retreat that one you know that one's a really big one and a lot of students love it and for many different reasons um and also being able to be a retreatant and to lead on it was two different experiences super super fortunate um to be able to do that um justin Mm -hmm. what do you what, what, what comes to your mind i'm curious uh Definitely, like, I think you said it beautifully, how, like, you, you sort of organically got into it when you were younger, but then when you get older, it becomes more of a choice, meaning, like, you sort of choose to stay there. So, throwing it back to what you said about Kairos, or, or really any retreat, being in that leadership position, in my opinion, it's it's different, but also a little bit more fulfilling, because you're you're creating that experience for younger people so that they can experience what you got. And and I think that translates to so many other things in life. And uh, the older I get, I think uh, the more I, I find that it's a choice to stay with the Viatorians and definitely blessed to like have had that foundation so early on. We're uh, we're going to talk a little bit more as we visit today with uh, Justin Douse and Brandon Beltram, who've taken some time to join us on Viatorian Voices. Um, We'll just never get to all the things we want to talk about in one particular episode. And I just want to let you know that, um, you know, you can follow on social media at Viatorian USA. Um, also, uh, you can follow uh, on Instagram at Viator Youth um, and, and just different means of, of learning and, and finding out what's going on. But here's a question for you, and it, um, it could probably be its own podcast altogether. When I look at youth ministry, when I look at some of the things you're talking about, there's in my mind, two components. There's a part of it that's service, that's that's sort of giving back, that's being involved, being a Kairos leader. But I think there's also a separate thing, which is faith. And, I, you know, they go together, but they are two distinct things. So how does the service and the involvement lead to faith development and, and the value of that in, in your lives so far? Uh, well, I, I guess... Uh you know, part of our faith is, is service, you know, like living uh, in in the way of, you know, Jesus, like literally on, on St. Vider's schools, like property, it would say like, uh, walk humbly with God, you know, love tenderly, all of that. And so I think it's, 
like through service, like we are living our, our faith. You know, it's not like it's an empty practice. It's like you got to, you got to, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk, practice what you preach, really. I also, I'll, I'll bounce off that. I feel like it's when you, you know, I've learned performing service that it's very humbling, right? It it, it makes me more, I feel like, I mean, at least it makes me feel more like a humble person and it humbles me a lot. So I feel like when I go through that, it's a lot easier to have faith and it's a lot more carefree, if that makes sense. Just because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like my mind is at peace with what I'm doing sure. and with you know, giving service that it's, it translates pretty well into faith. And, and share with me now the evolution. Uh, uh, you guys are both in college. Uh, you know, going to be heading out into careers before long. Um, you're moving from that, you know, the teen years, the youth ministry, to more of an adult faith formation. How does this uh, foundation you've built um, prepare you for that, and how does that impact your faith now as you become young adults? I, I'd say I'll just say it's like a compass. It's like a guiding compass, you know, pointing you towards true north end. What, whatever, uh, whatever faults may may come, it's definitely been help help be helpful for me to to have that guiding direction with everything. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 a nice foundation to have when you know if I'm in if I'm in a situation which I have been at this point where I'm just like completely lost or I just don't know like where to start on something. At least I have the foundation that was created you know, with my, you know, with the youth ministry that I've been a part of and without it, I I wouldn't have it. Well, um, certainly a great, great way to start. And I think uh, Justin and Brandon, based on, uh, you know, what I've heard today and what you've been able to share, you might want to kind of get you back to visit again down the road and talk a little bit more in depth about some of these things. But I want to thank you for taking the time today because it's been very helpful and, um, you know, certainly appreciate the time you've taken um, as we wrap things up, you know, we, we like to remind everyone that the, the Viatorian community proclaims Jesus Christ in his gospel and raises communities where faith is lived, deepened, and celebrated. Uh, the community was founded by Venerable Louis Curbs, and the Viatorians are professed brothers and priests and, and the lay associates, which we've talked about as well, who, uh, uh, as you will always hear, strive to do everything well so that uh, through us, Jesus may be adored and loved. And that includes St. Vider Catholic Community in Las Vegas, uh, Bishop Gorman High School, which uh, opened as the first Catholic high school in Nevada. And the Viatorians were invited to administer that and, and built a parish as well. And that goes back to 1954 and continues to, con- uh, to serve. And to learn more specifically about uh, the, the Viatorian presence in Las Vegas, you can visit uh, St. Viator, and that would be stviator.org. And as I mentioned before, youth ministry at Viator Youth, um, and um, certainly follow us on social media at Viatorian USA. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll look forward to uh, next conversation on Viatorian Voices.